Hey guys, WFAN the Kid here, and today I will be sharing with you my Week 3 NFL picks. But before that, let's take a look at Week 2. Uh, better than Week 1 for me. I went 11-5 and five last week. I struggled mostly with the 1 o'clock games. Uh, in last week, all my primetime games were correct. My afternoon games, I think I got one wrong. The Jets, interestingly enough, I got wrong. But I am pretty darn happy I got that wrong because the Jets pulled out the win. They proved me wrong. They proved a lot of their fans wrong. And pretty much everybody watching that game with under two minutes left, the Jets down by 13. Nobody, nobody was thinking, oh, the Jets are going to win this game. Or even, oh, the Jets have a chance to come back here. Pretty much nobody is thinking that, okay? But quick touchdown to Corey Davis. Uh, just really energized the Jets, I would say. Of course, Nick Chubb could have ended the game, and I cannot stress that enough. He decided to run to the end zone. The Jets had zero timeouts left at that point. Could have kneeled down. The game would have been over, but he wanted the TD. So he got the TD. Kicker missed the extra point. Corey Davis touchdown after that onside kick recovered. Beautiful kick by Braden Mann. Fooled the Browns' defense, and the Jets on that ensuing drive would get the game-winning touchdown with about 20 seconds left. And, yeah, it was absolutely insane. Not going to talk too much about that, though, because this is in a podcast on my picks. Uh, but there will be podcasts coming out about the Jets where I do go deeper into this absolutely wild game. And, yeah, a pretty good week. But starting going into week three. Okay. We start off tonight. Steelers versus the Browns. Of course, the Browns are the team that my Jets uh, just lost to. I will say from watching that game, Nick Chubb was incredible. Kareem Hunt did well as well. Um, so one of the best running back duos in the NFL, if I'm being honest. And our defense struggled, really. We gave up 30 points. It's not a good defensive performance by any means absolutely not but the Steelers going into Cleveland tonight I am going to have to take Cleveland uh Jacoby Brissett was solid from last week what I saw I think he's serviceable and the Steelers have a worse QB situation than the Browns they do uh the Browns got rid of Baker decided to get Deshaun Watson and that's not really worked out so far because Deshaun as you all know is not uh, able to play Right now, not going to talk too much about that Deshaun Watson incident, but the Steelers have their own quarterback issues. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky clearly is not really that guy, uh, and their week, their win in the first week was really because of their defense and because of the Bengals' struggles more than the Steelers' success. There's a lot of speculation whether we'll see Kenny Pickett tonight. I don't think that's going to happen, so you got to go with the Browns. Then we have the Bills going to Miami. That is an interesting game. Definitely going to be a fun one, but I am going to pick the Miami Dolphins to beat the Buffalo Bills. Yes, I know how good Josh Allen and the Bills have looked, but Miami pulled off another impossible comeback. They were down by 28 to 7, might have been even larger than that at a point. But that is just a ridiculous comeback, an incredible second half, 
from Tua, an incredible second half from Tyreek Hill. Jalen Waddle had a great game. <laughs> the defense have done ha- did not have a great game, which I guess is sort of a concern for both those teams moving forward. But I got to pick the Dolphins to win at home, propelled by their outstanding comeback against the Ravens. Uh, then we have the Jets taking on the Bengals. Now, I am not one of those people that thinks that one win turns your entire season around. It is built up. It's not like that. With that being said, I am picking the New York Jets. I am picking my Jets to beat Joe Burrow. We beat Joe Burrow last year with a quarterback who was not our starter, Mr. Mike White, uh, who is currently the backup to Joe Flacco. And Joe Flacco, he's up there uh, near the top of the league in passing yards thus far. Garrett Wilson had an incredible game. Our young pieces are starting to come together in a really nice way. Brees Hall as well, name that deserves a mention at RB number one. And Joe Burrow and the Bengals, if you look at their season so far, it's been a struggle. They sort of had the win in their hands not once but twice, needing an extra point the first time, a field goal the second time, to win that game. And they were not able to at home in opening week. And I did pick this correctly, by the way, week two for the Cowboys to beat the Bengals. Because I anticipated that they were going to struggle similarly. Because while Dak Prescott's an important piece, he's not the entire Cowboys team. And they proved that. Their defense came up big at times against Cincinnati. And really uh, dominated until the end. The Bengals did make it close. Uh, The Cowboys had to hit the game-winning field goal near there at the end. But still, the Bengals 0-2, struggling, uh, really just looking for one win, one win, their first one of the year. Uh, and I don't think that the Jets environment, a team that's coming off an incredible, uplifting comeback win. And this is a road game for the Bengals, too. Uh, so I, I have to go with my Jets in that one then the Raiders at the Titans the Raiders are coming off a tough loss to the Cardinals in overtime another one that they so nearly had uh I think it was the last play of regulation that the Cardinals sent that game to overtime on but the Titans are in a much worse situation the Titans lost to the Giants in week one which was a pretty big upset and, of course, slaughtered by Josh Allen. They even got to rest Josh Allen for most of that fourth quarter that it was so bad. They're, everything was going wrong for the Titans in that game. It was difficult to watch. I had to switch to the Eagles and Vikings, which wasn't much better. But they couldn't do anything right. There was fumbles. Ryan Tannehill looked dreadful. Derrick Henry couldn't really get it going outside of the first quarter. They can't even catch punts. There was, like, the first Bills punt of the game. The Titans fumble and give it right back to Buffalo. It's kind of ridiculous. And they are sitting in last place right now. I know it's early, but last place in a division with the Jaguars, with the Texans. It's it's kind of insane. So I can't see any other way here than a Raiders victory. Though I think that one's pretty self-explanatory. Then the Saints versus the Panthers. This is a tricky one, but I'm going to have to go Baker Mayfield and the Panthers. They've played in some close games. Uh, 
both heartbreaking losses, really, uh, that went right down to the end. But it's hard for me to say that Baker Mayfield's going to go 0-3 when the Panthers haven't played all that bad in their first two games. They really haven't. Okay. Um, Christian McCaffrey, I did see, was limited at practice this week, has something going on, yet another injury for him. We'll see if he does play Sunday, but assuming he does, I have to give this one to the Panthers. The Saints sort of collapsed. I don't want to say shot themselves in the foot, but that brawl, everything after that kind of went sort of downhill for the Saints in that game against Brady. It was like really low scoring for a while, like 3-3 I think it was. But yeah, they did not have a good end to that game. So Panthers are my pick for that one. Then the Ravens and the Patriots. Another one that I am a little hesitant on. Uh, I am going to go with the Patriots here, and I'll tell you why. They just had a win on the road in Pittsburgh, and the Ravens had an absolutely soul-crushing loss, pretty much equal to what the Browns suffered uh, in terms of the heartbreaking scale, being up by so much in your home opener to blow that game to... A pretty solid rival, at least geographically, to you. Uh, and now you go up north to face Belichick and his team. I think what Baltimore's really going to struggle on is offense in this game. Because Patriots defense is a force to be reckoned with, especially when they're at home in front of their loud home supporters. And... You, you can't help but think that the Ravens have to be somewhat rattled after a loss like that. I mean, any team would. So, I'm going to say Belichick pulls that one off. Then the Lions and the Vikings. Give this one to the Vikings. The Vikings had a tough game against the Eagles. Uh, not too much to say about that, except Kirk Cousins was terrible. Uh, and his receivers kind of didn't do him any favors when he was making good throws from the little bit that I saw of that game. Yeah, I mean, but I think they should be able to take the Lions. Although Amon Ross St. Brown is a story for the Lions. They did get a gritty win, I, sh I guess I would say, against the Commanders. A very high scoring. They have proven that they could be an offensive talent, but I say Kirk Cousins bounces back at home. Give it the Vikings the W. Then we have the Eagles versus the Commanders. I got to go with the Eagles. I think the Eagles have played beautifully. So far, I open this season. Uh, 2-0 start, of course. And it's a huge game for Carson Wentz. Versing his former team. Uh, he played an instrumental role in the championship in 2018, even though it was Nick Foles that was uh, playing for the Eagles in clutch postseason moments. He was a big part of that team and a big part of the Eagles franchise for half a decade or so. So, a big game, emotional game probably for Carson, you would have to imagine. But I think that the Eagles get revenge on their former QB on the road. Then the Chiefs going to Indy. This is difficult for me because I had the Colts being a top three team in the AFC this year. And, as, I mean, they versed the two worst teams in their division. These games should be automatic wins for them. Really. I mean, the first one, at least they tried to come back. They did come back, and they got a tie out of that. But to score zero points against the Jaguars and get 
shut out 24 to nothing is a little bit unthinkable for a team that has Jonathan Taylor, for a team that is a veteran quarterback in Matt Ryan. It's a little bit hard to picture for me, but I, I cannot not give the Chiefs this win as much as I would like the Colts to turn it around. I don't think they are going to do so against Mahomes. Still a long season, but I really do hope they do. But yeah, I think Mahomes is probably going to have a pretty easy time against the Colts. And the final 1 o'clock game, the Texans going up north to face the Bears. I'm going to give this one to the Bears. Um, pretty lame performance on Sunday Night Football against the Packers, but as solid as the Texans have looked so far, the Bears really looked great against the 49ers Week 1, I think. Really, this is this should be a close one, but I'm going to give it to the Bears just because uh, they have the home field advantage. Pretty even matchup. Then we move into the 4 o'clock games. Oh, wow. Look at that first one. Jaguars going to L.A. to face the Chargers. You know probably by now that Justin Herbert is hurt. We will see if he plays in this game. Really, to be safe, I would not risk it. I am a big Herbert fan, and if there's any chance that he could aggravate this further, I mean, I'm not the coaches that are seeing him every day, evaluating him, not not a doctor, but I would sit him. But I'm going to give the Chargers this win with or without Herbert. As good as the Jaguars looked last week, don't take anything away from that. They are still a team that can compete. They proved that last week, really more than proved it. But the Chargers are also, I think, an amazing team. You you can't say that they're not. They were right in that Thursday night football game against the Chiefs. Really, Justin Herbert's pick six is what kind of flipped that game on its head. And of course, then uh, looked more and more hurt as the evening went on. So I'm still going to give that one to the Chargers, regardless of whether Herbert plays. Then the Rams and the Cardinals. The Cardinals have had a tough first three games. The Chiefs and the Raiders, they did pull out the win in Las Vegas. But man, this is a tough opening three games. I'm going to give the Rams the win on the road. Even though they did almost blow that game to the Falcons. The Falcons almost did a reverse of their usual choking. Uh, but... I think it should be pretty easy for the Rams. Cooper Cup, Stafford, not too much I have to say about that one. Then the Packers visiting Tom Brady. Who knows whether this could be the last time Rodgers and Brady face off. Uh, you really can't say that Brady is going to retire because even when he said he's going to retire, he is still here. So, but nonetheless, it should be a fun, fun contest. But I'm going to give this to the Bucks at home. They, it's Tom Brady picked against him week one against the Cowboys. And until it's a really formidable opponent, I am not going to make that mistake again. Then the Falcons visiting the Seahawks. I think skill-wise, this is a sensationally even matchup. Um, the Falcons did look a little bit better in their last week game, at least played a competitive game against the Rams as the Seahawks kind of couldn't take advantage of Trey Lance getting hurt. And they really did nothing. Geno Smith, <laughs> somehow, Geno Smith's first half performance was enough to get the Seahawks a win in week one. But he, I think it's becoming more and more evident that he's not going to be the, any type of a solution for the Seahawks team. That's what I could say nicely. But I'm still going to give this one to the Seahawks hesitantly. Um, DK Metcalf could be a difference maker. The Falcons 
have a struggling, struggling defense, and they have had that for quite some time. And maybe Gino can get it going. <laughs> you can hear the hesitant tone of my voice there. Maybe Gino could get himself back on track. It's an easy game at home here. Somewhat easy. We shall see. Then the 49ers. I do dabble in sports cards. Do have a lot of Trey Lance kind of uh, got a large quantity of him and him getting injured kind of plummeted those prices. So a little unhappy about that, but I think that I still have to give the win to the 49ers in this one. This is Sunday Night Football going to the Mile High City. As bad as the Broncos uh, look, I just... <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. The, like I was saying, the Broncos do look Struggling is what I'll say. They almost lost the game to Houston. Uh, only won by a touchdown. There was a lot of, I want to say, questionable moments in that game from the Broncos offense. Uh, they haven't really looked like an offense that would be led by Russell Wilson. I mean, it doesn't. You, you can't say that this is indicative of how Russell Wilson has looked over the last several years and over his career. So I'm not really sure what the issue is there, but I think that this is going to be another struggle for them. Jimmy Garoppolo proved that he is still Jimmy Garoppolo. Played well. Uh, coming off the bench, not starting against last week. It was the Seahawks, that's right. Just was talking about them. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to have to give Garoppolo the win here. And I think I touched on this in my last week fix, that I never thought that Garoppolo should be out. I mean, you don't want to mess with a successful thing. And personally, I consider an NFC championship making a Super Bowl several years ago a successful team. I don't know if the Broncos staff disagrees on that, but Garoppolo, this is your chance. Uh, you're back at the starting role. It's kind of re looking really good that you decided to sign that backup contract because you're playing starting role now. So see what you can do. And then the Monday night game. Oh, this is going to be a fun one to watch. The Cowboys and the Giants. Dak could be coming back sooner than expected. It was what I've been hearing this week through Twitter, through the grapevine. And I am still high on the Cowboys. As I said last week, I thought that they'd beat the Bengals, which they did. Um, and I do think that they are going to beat the Giants. I'll just go right out and say it. But the Giants, it's difficult to pick against them when they're 2-0 for the first time in a long time, the way that they're playing. Uh, Saquon, a little step down from week one, but still, I think, could be effective in this game. Assuming that the Cowboys' defense is uh, not incredible, as it was for most of the game against Cincinnati, the, there should be some opportunities for the Giants here, no doubt about it. Uh, Daniel Jones, been all right so far. We'll see what he can do on Monday Night Football in primetime. I just think that this is probably an unpopular opinion, but that the Cowboys are still going to win that division, the uh, NFC East. But I could be wrong. Been wrong before. It should be a fun week in the NFL. Definitely going to be rooting for my Jets to beat the Bengals. Thank you for listening, guys. This has been WFA and the Kids.